Paul expresses serious passion for the church. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. I pray that you had a wonderful Easter weekend with your family and friends in the faith and uh, that you have been reminded of God's amazing love for you in Christ and the good gift of um, His saving work on the cross. And hopefully that re-energizes all of us also in our witness that we might be reminded of how important it is that we become ambassadors of the message of Christ in the world. Uh, Today, we're moving on in 1 Corinthians chapter 4. In fact, we'll finish the chapter today as we'll be studying verses 14 through 21. In this passage, Paul expresses expresses a sincere passion for the church that he founded uh, in Corinth. And you see both a mixture of pastoral... uh, concern and also fatherly love. Um, And sometimes dads must discipline us. And sometimes we just need um, to uh, be in their embrace to be reminded that we're safe and that we're loved. Um, And so this passage is a mixture of both. Um, But certainly Paul expresses his passion for the church and uh, his desire to see them continue to grow. But uh, as we prepare to get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today, and we are grateful for your word once again, O God. And uh, coming out of Easter weekend, Jesus, uh, every word we read of the scriptures uh, jumps off the page with fresh awareness, and we pray that we would have that same fresh awareness today as we study your word together. Speak to our hearts in real and powerful ways, we pray in Jesus' strong name. Amen. All right, this is 1 Corinthians 4, 14 through 21. Paul writes, I am writing this not to shame you, but to warn you as my dear children. Even if you had 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ, I became your father through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you to imitate me. For this reason, I have sent to you Timothy, my son, whom I love, who is faithful in the Lord. He will remind you of my way of life in Christ Jesus, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. Some of you have become arrogant, as if I were not coming to you, but I will come to you very soon, if the Lord is willing, and then I will find out not only how these arrogant people are talking, but what power they have. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. What do you prefer? Shall I come to you with a rod of discipline, or shall I come in love and with a gentle spirit? Now, Paul uh, reminds them that these words he's been speaking to them are not to shame them, but to awaken them to the reality of what's going on there in the church, Uh, and also to remind them that he's passionate about them as a body of believers. He cares about their growth in grace. He cares that they would continue on and write understanding of uh, how to live as a follower of Christ. He says, even if Jesus would send 10,000 angels, even if you've got 10,000 angels guarding you in Christ, um, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. He is the father of the faith there in Corinth. He's their father in Christ. He's their father in um, faith. And uh, he loves them. 
Um, he calls them dear children in verse 14. Those are not the words of uh, an angry leader. Those are the words of a father who loves unconditionally. And Paul loves them, and he desires to see them continue to grow in grace without obstacle. Um, and so he takes responsibility for them also. He says, I'm your father in the faith. Um, you don't have many fathers, but I was there to step up for you. And because I love you, I sent uh, Timothy to continue on as an example for you to follow. He will show you the way of life in Christ that that I would live in your presence if I was there to do so. And so through him, you can continue to imitate me, my example of life and faith. Um, and so he says that faithful uh, that Timothy is faithful in the Lord, that Timothy is his beloved son. Now he's not a son by birth, but he's a son in the faith. And Paul has poured much of his energy and time and uh, efforts into Timothy. And Timothy has grown in the faith, uh, so much so that he is a trustworthy servant to be sent, to be dispatched to the Corinthian mission field, to stay in place there uh, while Paul is off planting new churches and evangelizing other people groups. And so Timothy is there as the servant. He's there to remind them of Paul's way of life in Christ, which Paul says is in total agreement with what he teaches everywhere else in the church. And so wherever there is a presence of the church, Paul is teaching the same things in those places as he taught the Corinthian believers. And Timothy's example uh, left behind is a reminder of uh, Paul's way of life in Christ. And so he is not leaving them without resources, uh, not to mention they have the apostles' teaching, which Acts chapter 2 reminds us was one of the things the early church devoted themselves to, uh, the, the apostles' teaching. Uh, so he begins now to address uh, fatherly correction uh, of those who have become arrogant, as he describes here in verse 18, uh, in their faith. And um, he says, some of you become arrogant as though I'm not coming back. Like you're in charge now and you can take the church in whatever direction you want and you can uh, impose whatever ideas and beliefs you want on the church there. And he says, but I will come to you very soon if the Lord's willing. And when I come, I'm going to find out who these arrogant people are and what power they have gained within the, the life of the church. How have they gained a foothold there? How have they gotten the ear of the congregation so as to derail them from the teaching that I left them? Um, and so this is a correction. He says, I'm coming and I'm going to find out who you are and we're going to have a talk or there's going to be some correction. And he says, you've got a couple choices. Do I come with the rod of discipline or do I come in love and with a gentle spirit? If you'll be receptive to what I have to say, if you'll be open to correction, then I can come with love and a gentle spirit. But if you're not open to correction, then I will come with church discipline and you'll be reminded of your position there. Uh, Paul was passionate about um, protecting the churches that he founded from false teaching, um, from false ideology, uh, so as to continue uh, the people, allowing the people to continue growing in grace without obstacle, uh, without the confusion of false teaching and false ideology. And so Paul protected these little churches like uh, um, shepherds protect little lambs. They were precious to him. Their lives mattered to him. Their faith mattered to him. And these are the words of a protective 
Papa, who was not going to leave this little flock to be devoured by the wolves. And so Paul is uh, beginning to amp up his his talk of correction, and um, and he wants to root out the problem, and he does intend to come back and get to the bottom of it. All right, my friends. Well, that wraps chapter four, and um, we're going to be moving on um, in chapter five uh, tomorrow. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day today to come by and study, and I pray that this has been a beneficial time for you and that these words will continue to resonate in your heart as you study them today. God bless.